Yo, 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 it's your boy LG here, like always on another episode of Live It, Love It. Mm. But you know me, I don't like to hang out by myself because I don't like being lonely. So I brought one of my old guests back. Her name is Lily from one of our old episodes. What's good, Lily? What's good? So, Lily, I haven't heard from you in a very, very long time, but I've seen that you're very, very active on social media and you go live. And, you know, kind of curious. First of, first of all, the change of pace, because I never thought you were more of a live person. <laughs> and two, yo, the things you be talking about, it's kind of interesting. So we're going to do something different today. Those are going to see the video in the future. We have a little small drink here in our hands. I have a little bit of Tito's with a little bit of soda. What you got? Some Chardonnay. Chardonnay. <laughs> I don't know if that's expensive or that's middle class. I have no idea. It tastes good. It, tastes good. <laughs> it does like the it. job. So it's going to be like a little brunching. We're going to yeah. talk. We're going to drink, and if there's something we don't want to say, we're going to drink more. <laughs> but mm-hmm. just to start it off, yo, you know, so tell me about your whole, you know, your whole new thing that you're doing on social media now. Um, Yeah, so I've been very active on social media. It took me a bit that I saw that I can go live. You know how TikTok works. Um, but eventually started off with my posts, just wanted to sort of like use my platform and ability to, you know, connect with others to sort of like promote and spread like mental health awareness, self-care, and then some funny stuff in between because, you know, we got to have a little bit of everything in our lives. So when I finally unlocked that live button, oh, now I'm always on live. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> way more than I do. I mean, I, I got to be careful what I say because I've been getting banned. I've been getting kicked out. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, TikTok's on. It's on point, you know, sometimes because I've gotten some like alerts here and there. Um, but for the most part, it's been great. Normally, what I do is just like I go on and I go with the energy of people that join. A lot of people got a lot of things to say. I mean, so. people be asking about relationship advice. So I'm trying to figure out, yo, what's good with these relationship questions they be asking you? Yeah. Kind of, you know, you be giving them some little, you know, I mean, you know what's funny about relationships nowadays? And we had an offline conversation. Social media and this whole online dating world. And it's getting to the point that I remember back in our days, I'm, I'm going to call my age out there, you know, I'm about to be 40 in the next <laughs> year and so. But the way I see it was, you know, you call somebody, you text somebody, you beep somebody, you AOL chat room them. Basically, it's all about hit you up on TikTok or hit you up on IG. So I think things are changing because I thought, that Tinder and all those other shit was the new norm. Now I'm hearing it's the opposite. Yeah, I, back in the days, for sure, there was sort of like this, I guess, you have to kind of work for it in order to like meet someone, whether it's through a friend or like actual person. Like you knew this person was real. Nowadays with all these apps, with the exception of the apps that already existed, like Tinder, like what Match.com, whatever, um, you know, now it's more of like, you see them online, they DM you, they message you, and you have no idea who they really are, but you have the option to try to get get to know them. I mean, if, if you, you feel that they're page, real. I mean, if you have a public page, like I have a public page, so I get some random shit sometimes. Um, I don't trust none of them. <laughs> <laughs> but you see, if you tell me that how the social media and the relationship part work, I think of two things. We're friends and we both are friends on social media. That means I get access to you of what you like, what you see, what I learned from you compared to back then. I think it's still about doing work. I think the difference is back then there was the unknown that I had to actually hang out with you and call you and text you. 
to get to know you. But now, if let's say you just I just send your friend request now and you accept me, I could go back for the next six months and know the shit you like. That's scary though. It feels mm. like it feels like you have so I get the work right, the work that you know. It's work like, no matter what. Definitely, it's just I guess a little bit different. Like when you're trying to get to know the person, there's sort of like no real room for you to sort of adapt to this person. I feel like because you have the accessibility on the internet to see whatever it is that they post, because that's not, that's what they want to post. Who knows if that's really what the case is, right? But now you have the time to sort of study the person and come with a different approach. So sure, ultimately, reminds me of that show you, my show you, by the way, is like one of my favorite shows. Yes. I that, knew every little trick in the book he did because it's common sense. You know, you look people uh-huh. online. But it, but let me ask you something. If you know that if you know this is something that people do, why are people pendejos and fall for that shit? I don't know. That's why or, I don't trust nobody. <laughs> or, or wait, or is it a cheat sheet to make things easier? Because there's some people that be like, I don't have time to start all over again. I don't have time to get to know a person from scratch. Bitch, but this person has your whole IG history for the whole year. Now they could just go back and look it up and you know, it's. I think it's a win or a lose. Catch twenty two. You want to call it? Yeah. But it's a new norm. You know, if you want to post, you know, the people actually. Matter of fact, I know people that don't even post shit. I mean, do you prefer someone? I mean, I'm forty. I'm about to be forty soon. Damn, I can't believe I'm saying that. Um, fuck. <laughs> I hold my breath on that. If I was to ever go back into that whole world of dating, would I want to start all over again, or would I want to be with somebody who already has some knowledge of me? And if they want to get to know me, they could just go online and check all the shit I do online. <laughs> Be like, please go back and refer back to, and then come back to me. <laughs> or, or maybe I am a new version of myself that the internet has no idea of. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we all have hidden lives. We all have different things. We only want, like people say, we only want to show what we want to show on the internet. What, what, what the we want t- you to see. Yeah, but at the same time, there's also an outlet to express yourself. Your page. I understand you say you put mental health quotes, videos, you talk about it. And I think it's dope. I think it makes sense. And I think it's great for someone to hear it. But at the same time as we are people that post videos for other people's awareness, doesn't that mindfuck us as well too? Doesn't that give us some type of anxiety, some type of shit too? Yeah. So a lot of my, so some of the majority of my posts, I... The title of them is A Dose of Lily, which eventually is what I want to go by at some point. Like when I do these lives, it's A Dose of Lily. And so literally, it's A Dose of Me out there. And it's funny because funny but slash not funny that when I record certain things, I'm like, this message is for freaking me. <laughs> um, but then at the same time, it's just like, but I need to put it out there because I'm pretty sure somebody else like might, you know, use this for, for themselves. They want to hear it or they haven't heard it. And so I... I think that that's what your platforms are for, for the most part, when you're trying to support others or connect with others is being as real as you can be. However, I try to always try to like keep it in the middle. I've always been that way. Like whatever message I have, you know, I try to say in general for the people. And so, yeah, I've sometimes I'm like, and reason I initially started a lot of my like my videos was mostly like my outlet. I love to connect with people and given, you know, my time or my location or, you know, and everyone else's, it's really hard to always meet up with people all the time or hang out or even get them on the phone. I'm not a phone person. I'm not really on the phone talking. Were you in the past a phone person? When I was little, like when I was a teenager. (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, think about this. I mean, I grew up in the era of Next Tells. I'm pretty sure you remember that. Yeah. And then the sidekicks, right? Yeah. So we had to adapt to some type of norm of flirting, of flirt, way of talking to people. Mm-hmm. But now the new norm is this, mics. You know, who yeah. wouldn't knew that we're on video camera more often than ever? Twenty Before 2020, I'm pretty sure half of us would be like, what the fuck? Two yeah. years from now, you're going to see me on a video? But I also <laughs> think that that goes back to you yourself because you know you want to make sure that you promote what you want to promote correct mm-hmm. have you seen anything difficult for you when it came to promoting what you what you want to aim for perhaps i guess people's perception or the way they, they that they read or hear things um which i think is still common even when you actually have a conversation with somebody people will interpret it and take it the way that they feel that way or the way that they feel regarding the topic that and i'm not even trying to say that but I'm trying to not react, especially on live, <laughs> because we do have certain topics that I don't really put out. It's mainly the, the people that are there that they put, you know, they want to have ask the question. And so I pause and I'm very, very genuine with them. And I say, you know, like I've been told, I think very deeply. And so it's because there's people there. I don't know where people are coming from. I don't know how they're feeling. I don't know what they're thinking. And so I really try my best to like, all right, how would I answer this without offending anyone, you know, responding to the damn questions. So um, I think that that has been not being as reactive, not taking things personal, because I do take things like, you know, um, I'm a people person. I'm very empathetic. So I think those are some of the challenges. But overall, I enjoy it. To be honest with you and be fair with you, it's pretty dope. When I speak online, some people agree with some of the things I talk about, and hell yeah, they disagree with me. And then they'll go on a rant and write me a paragraph and tell me why they don't think like this. And I always tell them, fuck it, go on the mic. <laughs> you know, just go on the mic. You want to talk to me about it. Is there some some topics that you feel that, you know what, they won't get my point of view? Because let's think about it right now. What's the most hottest thing you've seen right now that people argue about? Oh, my gosh. You know, right now we're seeing the whole relationships <laughs> and men's point of view and women's point of view, boss women versus old school women. And everyone keeps on telling me, let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. I'm like, why? Why do you want to put yourself in a perspective that, you know, end of the day is going to either conflict people's point of view or, you know, create, you know, issues? I think, and I think this is what I do mainly on mine because uh, I get I get questions like that. Like I think there was a sort of like a a question about like what do you think your purpose is in a man's life? And I was like, wow, well, time out. What do you mean purpose? Like my whole life, you know that that's my brain right there. Like, but I'm like, mm-hmm. I pause. I realize that there's like like triggers, right? There's certain words that if you change that word, the whole statement changes. And so the whole way that the person takes it, including yourself, is a little different or way different. And so that was a deep, deep question. And I don't think, and I literally told him, I don't think the word purpose, you know, might fit the statement, but how about, and I forgot what the hell I used, but I said, I'll get back to them. And I told them why. And I explained the whole purpose word and then the whole like what something would a man serve in your life or role in your life? And I was just like, holy crap. Um, because I feel like it's so like definite. And I don't think, and I told them, I don't think in a relationship, at least for me, 
is something definite. I think it's, it flows and it changes. And as long as you guys, and this is something that I know I haven't looked into your podcast, but I, I got to read that. I mean, you gotta, I got to listen to that one. It's communication and how that looks like. Because communication, everybody says communication is key. But how you communicate yeah, and so if I'll the be, person I'll, listens. I'll, I'll, give you, I'll give you a brief of that whole thing. And I keep, and this is something that I've, I learned from myself as I got yeah. older, but through experience as well. There's many forms of communication, but the yeah. problem we do as human beings is we only want to listen to what makes sense to us. Yeah. So people could criticize, love to criticize, but never want to take feedback in. So there are a lot yep. of people out there that be like, you know what? I want to talk shit. I'm the one who's going to talk shit and keep it real. But when it's time to keep it real with you, you get either yeah. defensive or you don't show the the same support you want when people listen to you. So the way I look at communications is, you know, I want to know the best way to communicate with you, but I also want to learn from my mistakes. Yeah. So yeah, I'm your yeah. biggest fan when it comes for you, but I'm also going to be the biggest critic you got too. Because if yeah. someone's going to tell you how real it is, I think you prefer hearing it from someone that you love and care from, right? Compared to some random that. motherfucker who has no idea who you are. Mm-hmm. You know, so one thing I was, I was actually meaning to talk to you about, what? um, that ASMR shit. Ooh. Have you heard of that before? Yes. My son has been trying to get me out there. He's like, mom, people love to hear people eat and even watch. And I was like, but what if it falls? And what if it, he's like, even better. I was like, oh, Lord. <laughs> Let me, what is the meaning behind that? It's called I have no idea. auto sensory, um, Meridian response. Huh. It's a term used to describe a tingle, static-like, or goosebump sensation in response to specific triggers or audio. Well, in this episode, we're going to try this shit for a minute. Guys, you guys experienced the first ever, first ever ASMR, ASMR. in a podcast with Lily. <laughs> so I'm going to take what I pre-cooked my brunch, which is uh, empanada, pastelito, whatever the fuck you call it. Oh, that don't make sense. You know, what, what you got there? I got some shrimp tem- tempura rolls, but I don't know if it's going to make noise, so let's see. Well, I'm putting this next to my mic, and for the next 30 seconds, let's chew the fuck out of our food. <laughs> All <laughs> right. First ASMR experience. Oh, my god! Don't get used to this shit unless you like this shit. Yeah. Mmm. <laughs> what the fuck? It feels weird. People what they blow on this shit like <laughs> I hear it in my head. I'm gonna take this off. Listen, I'm gonna probably do this one. This one probably has more noise. All Just right. for the fun of it. Vamos. Piece of a rice cake. Yo, <laughs> my ears. Do, do, do it again, do it again, fuck it, fuck it, do it again. <laughs> I need a drink, I need a drink. I'm gonna take a drink right now. My gosh. Well? Well, I can't wait to post that. Let's see what people think about that. So, if you've ever done one of these before, guys, leave a comment. Or if you want to do another one. i actually seen people do it with crab legs and crispy yeah. chickens. And I'm like, bro. It actually, yeah, I feel like that actually makes a noise. This doesn't, but people like I've seen videos of just people going like with the nails. That, uh, that shit. 
I'll listen to all of that, but I would I will not listen and I'll never go back is if you do scratching like on like metal stuff or whatever, game over. I hate that. It's just like the worst feeling. Like it gives me anxiety when I see somebody going to use a metal like utensil on a metal pot. Ay Dios mío. I'm like, no. Oh, hell no. <laughs> I mean, the tingly shit. You have nails, so right now you just did that. I was like, "What the fuck?" Mm-hmm. But I don't know. People, people like that shit. People like it in social media. You find out every people like a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that being said, I know that the topic relationship was a big thing for you. So mm-hmm. I, I, let's 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 have a little debate. I want to know your point of view of things when it comes to this new world of dating. I have a friend of mine that doesn't like. He says, I'd rather date somebody who has no kids. But then I met a female that tells me, well, I have my kids. But to be honest with you, I prefer dating a man with no kids. And I'm like, why? Because I'm selfish. I want him for me. But I'm like, but how about when you and your kids, your kid gets sick or something, you ask, you know, you cancel your dating shit. And she'd be like, well, that's my problem. But when he has, when he has a kid, I don't want to be second to nobody else's kids. I mean, number one. So I'm like, that don't make no fucking sense to me. Am I right or wrong? Or give me your point of view of what, what I just said. I feel that if it is communicated and that is what works for her or what doesn't work for her or him or whatever, I don't think it's selfish. I think she knows her boundaries and she knows that that's not going to work for her. And if it's laid out early on, cool. Uh, does it sound messed up? Absolutely. We would sound messed up to... Some people, because it's like, how you know, you have kids and he, but that's him. That's, he's okay with it. And so just because he's okay with it doesn't mean she's okay with it. And I do say it also as, as a woman that has children myself, I've said it before. And I literally will also like say, hey, I know it sounds wrong, but I wouldn't date also a person that has children. Has that changed? Maybe it has changed because I haven't even, this is, that was my line before. Um. But maybe it changes down the line. The kids got older. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but she's right in a little bit of what that, what you know, like for me, I have children. But I guess in my end, I know also how I separate certain things and like make sure I take care of my partner, make sure that I try my best um, to make sure that it goes smooth. It's a smooth transition. Not everyone can do that. Um, that doesn't mean that the guy can't do that. But at least for me, it's just like, maybe I'm a little jealous. Maybe I'm going to, you know, like what she said, I want him for me. So if well, that's... It sounds, it is, you see how calm you made me? It sounds so nice when a woman says it. But you know how fucked up it sounds when a man says, well, I don't want a woman with no kids. You know, it, right. it sounds it sounds fucked up. I'm thinking, like, why is it so fucked up if the opposite sex wants the exact same thing? Like, why? Why? Because we're males? That's where pretty much it is? You know, and this is why I think about me when I tell any of my friends or give them any type of advice, you know, whatever you want is what you want. Okay. That's your preference. I'm not going to marry you. I'm not marrying her. It doesn't affect my life. But what I do say is this, there's always double standards in relationships. Let's get that shit straight. That's a fact statement, whatever the fuck you want to call it. But nowadays I think it's okay to be honest and say what you want. You don't force yourself. And maybe that's a problem why dating now is an issue. 
that 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 loops into like the beginning part of the question you know like and how you know back in the days it was this way and now it's just like people are like looking to see like uh, what benefits you right you know what do you work what type of job do you work you know like things like that and i think that that's because of social media because of the accessibility and the quick ability to like go in and like click and also compare we're humans we're always going to compare regardless before it was less visual less accessible and you can only compare like if you bump into somebody and be like wow you know or if somebody said oh this is what i work in this is what i do um or i have children or no children but now it's just like click and it's just like all right by the looks of this this is where you work at oh it looks like you got money you got this type of car oh you have children okay oh wait are you really connected with the baby's mom or not by the look of the pictures maybe you are so it's like <laughs> you know like that's that and it's really hard but then at the same time it's also connected to what you said about the cheat sheet it's a cheat sheet depending on how you use it it can be for you to know and be like well hmm again like i said about the the the, the a guy with children right that's my I, like i wouldn't that's what i i would say right but then that cheat sheet right let's say i look and i'm like damn but you know he's a really chill guy it looks like you know everything is how it should be in terms of like maybe mom doesn't look like she's there a lot so maybe i won't have any issues i think for me it's just the issues i don't like drama so it's not so much of like the child it's more of like i don't know how you what your connection is to the baby's mom but do you think about you think people think about this in the beginning of the relationship yo what does you just want to i mean why don't you just think about like yo he's cute i'm cute we have a great vibe let's just hang out you know it, i mean as an adult I'll keep it real with you back then it takes time and effort and, and money. I call that MET status, money, energy, and time to get to know somebody and to spend time with them. And then, you know, the way it works. Now you're, you're an adult. We're both grown-ass people with white hair. Well, I have white hair, though. And the way I look at it is you you should know, and women told me this, and you could tell me I'm right, right or wrong. The first hour of meeting a guy, I kind of have a sense of what I want to do with that person already. Whether I want to make around mess around with him, do I want to sleep with him at the moment, or he's just someone to distract my mind temporarily. But you're right. There's a, I call it like a, a scale that we all start with. One, does this person have X, Y, and Z? So me, I always tell myself, I always get to tell my friends, you should always have a criteria when it comes to dating or talking. And people always ask me if I was to ever date and do anything, you know, what would it be? And I'm thinking, well, I would like someone who's in college. I don't care if you dropped out, but at least someone who tried it did the basics out of the way, you know, creativity. I like people with experience in life. So if you have kids and you know how to do a good job about it and doesn't affect your life and you're actually outside having fun, then kudos to you. I want to learn more. You feel me? Yeah. Give me some cheat sheets. But <laughs> then I have some scenarios where I tell people, yo, if someone, if you, you could sense when there's someone out there that just wants to use you or they want you to save them from what they currently have a situation. And I think that's the part where we people have a, a blind side, I call it, where, wow, this girl, she's so pretty, but she has all the red flags, all the fucking red flags you could think of. Yeah. She has baby daddy issues. She has money issues. She's always into arguments. She's always saying that the whole world hates her, that no, no she has beef with this X, Y, Z people, yeah. but at the same time expects you to be 100% happy, loyal, and all this stuff. And then you're thinking to yourself... What the fuck did I get myself into? All because she's right. pretty? Because, mm. you know. But, yeah. I mean, wait, same way as women. Women tell me sometimes they meet the most 
good looking man they ever seen in their life and they eliminate the red flags. They say, you know what? I'll break XYZ rules on purpose just because he's worth it. And then a few yeah. months later, come back and say, oh, what the fuck happened? Everybody mm-hmm. swears they could change them anybody else. I don't believe in that. What do you think? My gosh. I'm like, as you're talking, I'm like, in my head, like flipping all my 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 pages. <laughs> um, there are, like you said, there are certain things that, and, I, and the word that comes to mind that I kind of said, and I've had this conversation with other people of us, the non-negotiables. There's non-negotiables. There's just certain things that are not for you that maybe you'll bend some of them, but some you won't. And especially with people that do have experience, people that have experienced whatever it is in their life that kind of just really like, that's the thing that really like, boom, you know? Um, I think that that sort of is what they go in with. Is it always good? Maybe not. But they come with that shield. Like, this is what happened to me. This is not happening to me again. Meanwhile, they're overlooking the other stuff that could possibly happen. <laughs> so, you but, think it's, 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 so you think if someone says, I have a shield, my guard up, so deal with it. No, you don't. Yeah. Uh, so there's two answers to that. Maybe I'm right or wrong. And maybe people could comment on this. If I put, I'm going to post this piece, definitely. As a, as a shield, when you have a shield to protect yourself from getting hurt again, right? That's the purpose of a shield, right? How is that fair for someone brand new? You feel me? Yeah. And that goes back to saying, so why the fuck are you dating in the first place? Don't just tell me because I want interaction with, with another human being. That human being could be the best thing that you have. But if yeah. you have this wall on this shield and these red flags, and this goes for both genders, by the way, so don't come with that, only females. But there's some males that the same way too. Just don't jump the gun and go out there unless you already know that the shield is healed. Again, I think... So the shield, I love, I love, I love that. I think a lot of people have a shield, a shield that is very intact. And then there's a shield that sometimes they don't even know. So that's kind of tricky. Um, If the person knows that they carry that with them, then they're probably going to let it be known. And then it's on the other person, whether they pursue it and try to knock down that shield. I don't think it's about being fair. Because again, if you are aware of what you're carrying and you still try to do this to a person that is genuinely trying to just get to know you, then I think that that's where it's like, that's not fair. You should know your own shit. Especially if you're coming from an experience, you should know, again, the non-negotiables and the things that are going to trigger you. And so it's not fair for you to hurt someone while you are you know you're not healed. I, I am not for that. I, I can't, you know. So, but if do you're, you know. so do you know what triggers you? Yes. <laughs> maybe. Some. Maybe. The majority. <laughs> <laughs> but what is it? Majority, maybe. So it sounds like I, you're very experienced. It sounds like you know what the fuck you're talking about. So I, I think I'm, I've heard of a lot of the stuff. That's why maybe. So does there's something there that... So you know your, your trigger points, correct? Yeah. But that means, how is it fair to the next person? He don't know your trigger points. Are you going to explain to him from the day one? So that's the thing. So the magic of words, the, the, the thing about language, right? I think on my end, I let it be known where I'm at. Am I trying to date? No. Can I talk to somebody? Cool. If you catch feelings for me and then you're, you know, trying to knock down the shield that I've been telling you or this wall, because and you're still trying, you're still trying, you're going to bang on that wall and fall right back. It's really not on me. If I kind of told you, like, this is, you know, this is where I'm at. I kind of don't want to do this. I'm just trying to, like, maybe just connect with people, not necessarily on any other level, but this is it. But if you're trying still really hard, whose really fault is that? You know, so I think that beautiful word that we were using again comes into play communication and how the person receives it. You know, um, 
Do you think it's also us being selfish? Absolutely. You think? Yeah. So we all tend to say, yeah, yeah, know what I'm doing in life. Bitch, I, I, I alone, I can tell you that since 2023, I fucked up six, seven times the way I am as a person. Yeah. We all make mistakes, but don't you think it's obvious when it comes to like there's certain non-negotiable shits that doesn't make sense that could prevent you from taking the next step? You ever had friends like that? You ever had like someone you dealt with like that? Oh, yeah. And I think, and that sucks, because non-negotiables is a serious word, you know? Like, if you use it when it comes to, like, money and stuff, like contracts, you know that that non-negotiable is some serious shit. If it is what, violated... What's, you... what's non-negotiable to you? <laughs> For me, non... <laughs> oh, you know what? Give me non-negotiable in your point of view when it comes to what women may think that's non-negotiable. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. So, I am... So, you see what you said about, like, why would you, like, repeat the same thing with someone if that didn't work out, whatever, whatever? And it, this kind of sucks because, again, life happens and you don't really see things, even in that one hour or even at the beginning, because people have learned how to really, you know, especially if they really like someone, they're going to try to, what's the word, adapt and not just. But the real person is going to come out at some point. And so I think, at least for me, I'm always waiting, like, it's going to come out because I know <laughs> you're just doing this because you're just trying to look good in front of my eyes, right? And so for me, non-negotiable is I don't want someone that reminds me of the old, the person that I was with entirely. Like, I cannot do that. Like, para eso me quedo en la misma situación. Sorry, I'll stay in the same situation. You know, like, and I mean that physically. I mean that in their personality traits. I know that. That's not on you. I think that I can learn that from you. And I'm just like, yeah. And if I do tell you, that's even worse. Because now I'm telling you, why would you go through the same thing? I just literally told you, like, don't get me wrong. I would still try to work it through if it's someone that I do care about but at some point it's just like once i wake up and i'll be like time out yeah no listen i am telling you this i may not know what i exactly want but i know for sure what i do not want i have very like high not high expectations but just certain I mean, things i wouldn't do like come on like what i mean for men i think it's very simple and i'm not gonna speak on behalf of all men of course but i think men are very simple what they want they want Sometimes, you know, they want that love. They want that SEX. They don't want mm-hmm. that white, you know, that, that once every blue moon. They want that frequent. Right. And then they also want a fun person. Right. I think that's just the norm. I think we all want. Can we agree that both male and females will want that great fun partner at the same time, someone that could be very sexually active, correct? Yeah. Okay. Now, the next <laughs> step is the critical part, the spending the money part, the friendship parts. When you have friends from the opposite gender parts, mm. those are things where things become different. I think that's where, as, as, as we get older, we need to learn that, hey, listen, is this still high school or no? Because I remember in high school, I used to hear that shit. Well, if you're dating, you belong to me. And oh. this, this is what I could offer you. I could cook for you. I could sleep with you like no other person can. And after school, I'd be the best thing you ever had. And of course, you're young and like, okay, now what's the catch? Well, you got to dedicate your time for me. You can't hang out with her friends. You can't hang out with that girl and that other girl because I don't like her. I don't trust her. Do you say the same shit as a man? Well, you know, I love you. You know, I'll do all this extra shit for you, but I don't like you talking to guys as friends. And, you know, that's one of those non-negotiables that I hear a lot of people telling me nowadays. They don't want their partners to have friends from the opposite sex. They don't trust them or their partners. Because why? Because there's been rumors that they always say that 
people always tend to have a plan B whenever they don't want to make a mistake. They tend to say, well, in case you dump me, I know there's someone out there already that will take me in. I really think that's more true for women compared to men. What's your take? I think everybody's kind of scared. Um, nowadays, with all this stuff that has been going on for sure, like there's like a, a, a what do you call that? Like a clash, right? Um, you said you were going on to 40. I'm not going to say how old I am. I said I'll save that for my next live. Um, but whatever age I'm going into, I'm clashing too because I physically, you right, I, I attract younger people, right? And they're with the mentality that they have right now, which when I have a conversation with them, I understand, I get it. I'm a very understanding people, person, but not everybody's understanding and willing to meet you at where you're at. Right. And so it's, it's us, our type of people, like from before that it's just like, oh, I hear you. OK. And like, we'll try to make it work some way, somehow, at least to keep you around. Great people are great people, regardless of their preferences, regardless of whatever shit they're going through. Like there's some dope people. Right. And so, you know, I think that that is the biggest clash right now. So this is why when I'm hearing you say certain things, I'm just like. Well, it depends who you're talking to, because I could go in with like, this is what I expect, or this is what I want, or this is what I don't want. Um, and then they still go ahead and do this and that, and they think they could do it well. And I'm just like, do you, did you I, not I, hear me? I, I try <laughs> giving advice to different type of uh, groups or generations, right? Yeah. And I was um, end of the day, bro, um, you're going to have to learn on your own. But if you could just give yourself a clear cut, non-negotiable rules, cardinal rules that you live by, I think it'll make you make your path a little more easier. When you say when the men hit on you that are younger, I'm like thinking in my head, is it wrong to have like a limit in your head of what age you should go to when it comes to how young? Because for me, I'm going to tell you something right now. When I was a teenager back in high school, and it's interesting because you, you don't really see no one talk about this no more. Hmm. It was a normal thing to see 13, 14-year-old girls dating 18, 19, 20-year-olds in high school. I, I did. Because I used to compete. Oh, yeah. I'm like, yo, you want to go hang out with me on my bike? I got pegs. And they'll be like, no, well, my boyfriend has a car. Mm. I'm like, hold your boyfriend. He's 19. And I'm thinking in my head, for me growing up, that was a new norm. That was a norm thing. Well, that's my competition. I can't mess with you. As I got older, I realized, yo, there's a certain age group I think that you shouldn't pass. I think for me, I don't know anybody else, but I think like I'm 37, turning 38. Anyone my age, gotta be careful. You shouldn't talk to no one under 30 because it kind of feels weird. Unless you really find a connection. Yeah. But I feel like the knowledge of level of respect will never be the same. And I have a friend that's a female that she tells me, well, I'm dating someone 15 years older than me. And, you know, I'm trying to make him respect me. And I'm keep on telling him, sweetie, he's not gonna respect you ever. He has that knowledge mm-hmm. and power. Especially if he's the alpha and he's doing everything. He, you know, you're living under his house and all that stuff. Make, even though you're making your own money, that 15 year age difference, no matter what, you'll never be treated equally. It's not the same. I mean, and people just tell me that yeah. they don't believe that. They disagree with me. I just think that. Well, ask yourself a question: If you met a guy that's 10 years younger than you right now, you think he knows more than you? You think he could teach you something? Or do you think, end of the day, you'll never give him the same equal? equal rights as anyone your age would ouch well well um, let me think let me think it's not i think i think you said stuff before i mean i hear she lives under the house right of the guy right i feel like you had your time whatever time i'm on before you moved in there 
you should have figured that one out. Like you should have set some boundaries or tested or whatever before you commit to something like that. Um, again, everybody has their own reasons as to why they do whatever it is. But I would say like you set the tone regardless. It's not him because then if it's him, it's just like then if this is a one-way relationship. It clearly was and you ignored it completely and all of a sudden now you were here. I feel so like it's a one-way shit. Since I'm in charge, you know? Yeah. And she allowed it. Um, unfortunately, you know, we do allow things, whether it's, you know, the guy or the girl or whatever, like, and you see it's not working, yet you still want to go like this. And then you want to complain, you know? It's just like, it sucks. Um, Now, would I give, like, in terms of, like, somebody that's younger than, can he teach me anything? I am not going to go, um, uh, like, um against the things that I've said before, and I've said this to others, I think everyone has something to offer no matter the age. With that being said, relationship-wise, to connect with somebody, you need to know, especially if you're the oldest, and if you're the youngest, there's certain things both of you need to understand. As an older person, uh, that sounds hard. As an older person, as a more mature, no, 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 mature tampoco because any age, right? Anyways, number wise, number wise, if you're the older one, number wise, right? Then you need to also understand that your partner may not see certain things the way you see it, that you may have to really like, you know, explain or not cut them slack because the person wanted to be with you and you're an older person. I mean, a more you know, in numbers, right? And then the younger person, also the same thing. You need to also understand that there's certain things that may not be the same as time goes by, or you're going to clash on certain things. But if you really want to make this work, then you can make it work. I agree that, fine, you could learn. Everyone could learn from somebody, everything. You know, we, we all, that's part of life. We could learn from every human being you meet. That's a fact. But I feel like when it comes to certain angles, you're never going to mm-hmm. see that respect. But you know what? The last thing I want to talk about right now, since we talked about relationships, let's give the audience some friendly tips and advice. What advice would you give for someone who's dating, maybe not young or older, someone who you feel that things they should look for and to understand about themselves? Because I know you talk about mental health, but I feel like we never give advice. We like to talk about the right and wrongs about relationship and people, but let's just give advice. Um, so a, a person, a newbie, right? A person that is either young or has not had any sort of relationship just yet. Please, please, please enjoy your life. Live your life. Do the things that you think, believe that you need to do for yourself. Enjoy your own company. If Self-reflect for sure as best as you can before you jump into anything. For anyone that is trying to date again, for um, anyone you know, much older, self-reflect as well, because there's so many things that you probably endured, went through previously, whether it was through relationships, connections with people, things, you know, that you haven't really like healed from, talked about on that also self-reflect, definitely take some time for you before you also jump into anything so that you have that energy to really connect with the person and, you know, be the best that you can be for yourself and for the other person and by no means does this mean things are going to work out and be amazing. But at least you could have some sort of healthier relationship connection to this person. And possibly, if it doesn't work out, end in good terms. If you're young and alive and you just came from a breakup or you're trying to date, you got to try it all. Don't say you don't like something until you try it. 
And I think that's the thing when it comes to relationships. Um, yes, of course, get to know yourself better, be a better person yourself. But the only way you do that is by making mistakes. Don't look for someone who doesn't want to take it to the next level with you. What I mean by that, experience. All right? Think of this. Every single time you ever dated somebody, that next person has to be more open to do things you wanted to do that your last relationship didn't want you to that they want you to do. So if you had a partner who doesn't like to travel, you better make believe that the next travel, the next person loves to travel. If you don't know how to dance, but you feel like dancing is one of the things that you want to learn, then you fucking do it. There are a bunch of people that want to learn how to dance and good dancers. If you know that you're not a drinker, so don't go places where people drink to find a place, you know, partners, common sense. Do whatever it is. Do it all, because eventually you'll know what you like and you don't like. I had fun with you today with this, and I feel like we could dig deeper into these kind of conversations. But let's yeah. end the show on a rapid fire note. This is something I do in my show lately, which I'm going to ask Uh-oh. you my random questions, and you pretty much got to tell me a quick answer. No explanation, just quick answers. You ready? Yeah, let's go. All right. Your favorite drink? <sighs> Tequila. Mezcal. I love it. One place you want to travel this year too? This year? Mm. I would love to go to Greece. Greece, hey. Biggest turn off? Wasting my time. Hey. <laughs> What's your last movie that you saw? That Megan movie. If you, if you If today you could find out whether how you die or when you die, which one you prefer? How I die. How I die? Interesting. If you could speak to yourself 10 years ago today and you had 30 seconds to tell that person something, what would you tell yourself? Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Whatever she she'll know she'll know what she means already. She'll know. Yeah, she'll know. Like just don't do it. Don't do it. Wasn't worth it. Mm, the, mm, eh. I don't know, but maybe she'll understand why. Or at least she goes with a four, like, warning. (laughs) Okay. What's one thing in life you regret? What's one thing? Um, holy crap. (laughs) See, this is how I get when I'm on my lives. They ask me questions, I'm like, hmm. I mean, maybe I just regret not building better connections to people when I was, like, younger. We all regret that shit. We all regret something like that. That's normal. Yeah. What are you you most proud of about yourself? That I am not a quitter. That it's not just me saying I don't quit. I I don't quit. I don't quit. Keep going. What are you still hoping to accomplish? I want to be out there. Like I want to like really be out there and known through like these type of platforms for like what I want to do. I really so do. Then, like I'm do meant it. to be out there. <laughs> so then do it. Do it. Okay. What do you need more of in your life? I need money. <laughs> There you go. Money, money, I do. money. <laughs> money, money, money. Now we end the show. You can ask me two questions that you want me to, you know, answer to the audience. And that's the way we'll end it since I was all over you with these questions. What is one thing that no one knows about one thing? Oof. One thing. I'm actually a great artist. I'm a, I draw. I could draw some human sculpture. I could draw Ooh. a great artist. 
I just don't show it. And photography. I like photography. I do a lot of uh, photography. So art and photography is one thing about me that I have not shown this platform whatsoever at all. Okay, okay. We're going to tap into that. We need some photos. I need some photos. What is one thing that you have not done that you hope to do, like, this year? Like, there's no way you can go with this year without doing it. Oh, fuck. What I need to do this year? I vouched that in 2023, I'm going to go speak in a panel. I'm not going to say no to invites. I regret it in the past to say no many times. Yeah. But now I told myself the next time I get invited to any panel, I'm not going to hold back and I'm going to keep it the way it is. So, that's yeah, that's the one thing uh, about me. So look, I like thank that. you so much for spending time with me today, uh, you know. And yeah, you know, that's that's one of the things I, I enjoy about this. We get to know each other better and you get your audience to know you more better. So next yeah. week when this goes out, we're going to let all your fans and all our friends know. All right. So until then, good. I want you guys to have a great night and I see you soon. Ah.